The home video update is sponsored by you. Yes, you. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash home video update to join as a patron to unlock exclusive membership benefits. Thank you for supporting the home video update. Hi guys, it's Mike. Um, it is just after 8am on the 23rd of December 2022 and I haven't yawned all day but I've been up since 5am so we'll see if the energy drink will keep me going or not. Um, this is just a, not a quick but a more focused smaller podcast just before Christmas. Um, my next episode will be next week and it will be the top my top films of the year. Um, I've got a couple more to watch. Knives Out, um, Glass Onion is out today on Netflix. Um, I want to watch that. Um, I ashamedly had started um, Everywhere Everything all, Always at Once, All at Once rather, um, and haven't finished it. So I'm going to finish that today and a few other bits and bobs. Uh, I'm going to try and watch Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio as well. Um, and some other bits and bobs that I have um, lined up. I've watched some bits yesterday and a bit this week. Um, but that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to talk about a specific thing. Um, and this isn't a review like you see review on most podcasts or YouTube videos or whatever else where it's a review of the film itself and the film content. This is something different. This is a review of a cinema experience and... Touching on what I touched on last week with the Screen X stuff, um, I do want to do another Screen X screening uh, for something. There we go. Here's a yawn. What I want to go and see, I'm not sure. Maybe this, maybe not. Uh, it depends what's showing um, coming soon or who uses the format better. Um, but I was reminded, looking at that, digressing slightly, of Barco Escape, um, which was something that started with the first Maze Runner movie that had, I think, 20 minutes of Barco Escape footage, where that was three screens, almost cinemascope, but weirdly angled um, at the front of the auditorium, whereas Screen X is obviously the sides of the auditorium. These are, again, lost versions of media. So I like the Maze Runner series. I've said that on here before. Um, they also did um, Star Trek Beyond, and I'd love to have seen the extra stuff in that. I think it was only, again, about 20 minutes. It's not long like IMAX can be. Um, but things like that do get lost to time, and it's a shame those files are gone forever. Um, and you'll never get to see them because of, obviously, encryption and stuff. I know DCP was cracked once, but DCP gets updated all the time, so it's never cracked forever. Um, there's always a new version of it that gets put on. So I think it's a shame that... Oh my god, yawning again. 
whether stuff is just going to disappear forever. And it kind of breaks my heart a little because you don't want to lose these amazing versions of films or these cool experiences. I mean, sure, it's going to be very hard to get four exact, three exact displays and put them side by side or... You know, there are curved monitors and stuff like that, and you could stitch them together in some editing software or something like that. I mean, there's ways of doing it, I'm sure. Um, but what I want to talk about is something new to me. So this is what I experienced with Avatar Way of the Water. Um, yeah, I'm not going to touch on the movie so much in that I didn't necessarily like it. It went on way too long. It could have had an hour cut out of it. Um it is a very basic story told in a very basic way. I think James Cameron has completely lost his touch. Um, like completely. Um, there there are issues with the storytelling and there's issues with a few other bits and bobs. He's got an over-reliance on technology now. He's gone the full George Lucas sort of Phantom Menace thing. Um, but in saying that, it was an experience. So... Martin Scorsese said about Marvel movies that they're like roller coaster rides. You know, they're fun and they don't really give you anything. And I think that's why Avatar 1 made so much money because I had a 3D TV at the time. My bedroom TV that is now is a 4K TV. It has um, 3D, active 3D, so full 4K in each eye. Um, but it has a lot of ghosting and things like that. So it's not perfect. And I had a a PC monitor that is passive 3D, an LG one, which was pretty good, actually. Um, I still have that. I just don't use it anymore. I might have to hook it up at some point. I've already got my laptop and a 4K monitor in front of me, so there's not a lot of room on this desk. I may be thinking something at some point. But there's... I never saw the Hobbit movies. I still haven't seen the Hobbit movies, but I never saw them in the cinema. So I never saw the high frame rate version of them. And that was the first real high frame rate thing there was. I mean, you talk about Todd AO, about 30 frames per second, all these other things. And, you know, stuff like that. I'm sure Spencer can go, touch on way more technologically than I can because, you know, I've only know sort of cursory bits about things like that. Um, but I didn't see those. The first experience of high frame rate I had was Gemini Man. Now, I like Gemini Man. I don't love it. It's not a perfect movie. I like the end of it turns into like the end of First Blood, um, which is really insane, but kind of cool. Um, in so much that I walked out of Avatar. I saw it in Plymouth in the UK in the Cineworld barcode IMAX. It's a dual Xenon um, projector on a 4 by 3 IMAX screen. So it's a full proper IMAX screen, but it can't fill it. It can only fill 1.90 to 1. Um, because it's got the, the dual late, um, Xenon projectors. However, there's a lot of people that are crying about, oh, well, I haven't got laser, so I can't see Avatar in high frame rate. No, the Hobbit stuff was an IMAX. There was only Xenon back then, pretty much. It was fine for it. Um, the same with Gemini Man. Now, I walked out of this screen, and I went... I looked on the CEX app to see, because there's always about a million copies of Gemini Man in all these CEXs on 4K. They didn't have any anymore. Someone, for some reason, has bought them all. Um, so I was in Plymouth, and where I live as well, there was no copies, so I thought I'd go to HMV. HMV hadn't the 2 for 24, a bit more than I wanted to pay £12. However, I initially picked up Resident Evil 
Existence, which is the Russell Mulcahy one, the one I actually like a lot. Um, and then I actually found this section, because they were all mixed in to like their 4K bit. Um, but I actually found this section. I was like, oh, there's their section. And they had Ambulance. And I loved Ambulance. I thought, right, I'll pick up Ambulance and that. That's worth it. I think I'm paying more for Ambulance than I am for Gemini Man, but that's fine. Because I wanted to see it. Now, I saw Gemini Man in my local Odeon. Um, it was advertised as being high frame rate plus. Now, high frame rate, as we call it nowadays, is 48 frames per second. Um, James Cameron was experimenting with 60 um, and never really pulled the trigger on it. Apparently, it's just 48. Um, and the Hobbit films are 48 frames per second. Now, Gemini Man and Beeling's Halftime Walk or whatever it's called. I own that 4K and I haven't watched it. I bought it because I wanted to see what high frame rate it was like. And I never actually watched the movie. One day I will actually watch that movie. Um, I think it makes sense for certain things. I don't think it makes sense for Billy Lynn. Um, that was done at 120 frames per second. Um, and in 3D as well. You have to have very specialized projectors and very specialized screens to pull that off. Um, Ang Lee was at the forefront there and really, really pushed high frame rate and, you know, some really good ideas. Whether it's deserving of being in a drama, I don't know, but okay. So I never saw Billy then. Um, I do own it. I could watch it right now and just don't really want to. Um, so that was released at home in 3D at 24 frames per second at 60 frames per second, which is the best that 4K Blu-ray can do. Um, and at, you know, normal 24 frames per second on Blu-ray. So those are the only ways you can watch that movie. Now, I saw Gemini Man and it was advertised, like I say, at high frame rate plus. I don't know if it was or it wasn't. Um, there's very few compatible places listed, so I don't think it was. I think it's an advertising it snafu on Odeon's side. Um, but it was in 3D, and it looked amazing. There were some shots that just look like looking through a window. It was gorgeous. It looked, really was surprising. I was about the only person sitting in that screening. And I really desperately wanted to see it, just for the technology's sake, more than anything else. Not for, like, de-aged Will Smith and all that, which was... Do you know what? Watching it again yesterday... Um, some of that is flawless and some of it is the jankiest stuff I've ever seen. The stuff right at the end in the sunlight is janky as anything. Some of the stuff earlier on is actually pretty amazing. Um, and do you know what? It works for action. Um, I'm digressing slightly, but it's, it's, it's on theme. Um, action it works for. That bike chase and through Cartagena and a few other places, it's, it's amazing. Some of it looks gorgeous in high frame rate. It really does look good. So, I mean, there are certain things that look amazing, certain things it works for, certain things it makes no sense for. So, I saw Avatar, Way of, Way of Water, it was a high frame rate IMAX 3D presentation. So, dual laser IMAX cannot show high frame rate, single new laser IMAX can, um, dual xenon can, um, which is what I saw it in. Now, I haven't seen IMAX 3D in a long time. I think the last time was um, Rise of Skywalker. That was the last time I saw IMAX 3D. Everything else has been 2D. Um, 
which is fine because you know the market dictated what it was going to do i get that um i wanted to see this if i was going to see avatar at all because i'm not a big fan of the first one i own a million copies of it for some reason um and like i was sort of said started saying and then digressed it's the thrill ride of these things it doesn't work at home I think if you're in a big IMAX 3D screen and you're watching the first Avatar, it's amazing. It's like a roller coaster and you can't get a roller coaster at home. You can get close and it'll look pretty good, but it won't look the same. At home, I don't know how they're going to pull off where the water. Now, for people who don't know, it's not a full high frame rate presentation. Cameras decided that for talking e dialogue bits, 24 frames per second is fine. For action and for certain shots, 48 makes more sense now i'm with them on this i think that some moments in gemini man for example um which is 60 frames per second 2d on 4k it looks really weird when they're just talking it looks strange like not so proper effect but something else i mean this is 60 versus um 50 frames per second in the uk 60 in the us and other stuff for broadcast standards, which is what they call the soap opera effect. So it looks like, you know, EastEnders or Days of Your Lives or whatever. It looks different to that because it's hyper real. It's 4K. It's shot of really high resolution. It just looks weird. Um, and sometimes, like I say, it's like looking out a window. Now, in 3D, it was better. And with Avatar, when it kicks into high frame rate, and that IMAX 3D, which I still think is the best 3D you can get, it was breathtaking. It was like literally looking like you could reach out through a window. Some of the underwater stuff, especially, and some of the stuff with like real sets and real actors is breathtakingly good looking. Like absolutely stupidly good looking. And then some of it doesn't make sense. Now, clarifying on this, he said that some stuff doesn't make sense in 48, some stuff does. Now, You'll be in one scene, so a scene in a certain place. So send it in a certain place. So there's a big, um, and this isn't spoilers, not getting spoilers, but there's a big um, ship, like a sailing ship um, that the RDA use. Um, it's basically like a whaling ship, um, all hovercrafty looking thing. And let's say there's a shot on the bridge there. So you're on the bridge with human characters, CG characters, real sets, not real sets, sex extensions, whatever else. Two people are having a conversation. One half of the conversation, for some reason, is 48 frames per second, and it cuts back and it's 24. What are they thinking? Set the whole thing at 48 or set the whole thing at 24. Or Cameron's going, oh, do you know what? The CG characters work better in 48, so we'll do that. It makes no sense. Um... If it cuts to 48 for action or ramps up or something else, that makes sense. But in the same shot, in the same scene, cutting between shot, it makes no sense. It's really weird. Like someone who's a PC gamer who notices frame rates and slowdowns and things like that, it really bugged the shit out of me because I'm sitting there going, wait, wait, what? what? What's going on? That's weird. Then you're going, oh my god, that looks amazing. Look at the fluidity. Oh my god, that looks so good. The 3D's at what wait, why is it suddenly and it's not like if you're doing slow motion in a movie, so let's say that your film's um twenty-four frames per second, like normal film is, you want to do a slow motion shot, you might film it at hundred frames per second and then you slow it down to get that cool slow-mo effect. 
It's not like it suddenly goes slow motion. It's like it suddenly goes jerky. It's like half the frames get taken out. Now, I know that people are sometimes susceptible to film judder um, and film cadence and things like this. I know mentioned him twice on the podcast. Um, Spencer gets this thing where he's got his new OLED. Um, I think it's the Sony one he got. This is not a Sam or Sony. Um, or on the OLEDs, even though I'm famously I know a hater owns an OLED. Um, where the film cadence and things like that is really noticeable. Um, I do notice it, but I'm used to it because that's what I'm used to. You know, either you, 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 you're fine with it or you're not, I think is the way that works. Um, I have no issue with the way film looks. Um, the weird juddery framiness of it, that's fine. But when you go from 48, which isn't fluid, like Gemini Man at 120 or 60, um, but is better to half that you think it would go to slow motion but it doesn't it just goes it feels like someone's accidentally removed a graphics card or all of a sudden you've run out of memory or something playing a game and you've gone from a smooth 60 frames per second to 48 and you notice that judder and it's really noticeable i don't know what cameron was thinking of it doesn't work um avatar 3 should be all 48 all 24 or all 60 or whatever else it doesn't make sense now i don't know why he didn't do the ang lee thing of going all the way now i understand there's more cg in avatar than there is in gemini man it would cost more you're doing a lot more frames per second um obviously 120 is insane with gemini man um but I don't know what the option is, whether he just goes to 60 because it's it's a bit more, but not quite there because 60 fits on 4K. You'll never, ever get any more than 24 frames per second 3D unless they completely redo the 4K standard. 4K, the best you're going to get is 30 or 60 or 24p. That's it. There is no 48 included. That's why you haven't got the Hobbit or anything like this. You've just got 24. There's no high frame rate versions because there's no 48 standard. Which should have been thought in because people were already doing this with The Hobbit. But hey-ho, they're idiots. They weren't thinking of the future. Fine. You'd have to interpolate them up to 60. Um, it's probably the best way you can go. Or 50, maybe. 50i. Um, it's not going to be perfect no matter what you do. 60's fine. I mean, Gemini Man had different versions made for it. Um, different DCPs. So... 60 is fine. It's half the 120. It makes sense. I get that. And it looks doesn't look like there's a failing there. It looks good. Like I say sometimes with that film, with the Ari Alexas, it looks gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. But there are some times in Avatar as well where I looked at it and thinking, holy shit, this is immense. I mean, obviously on that big IMAX screen, I was sitting exactly centre middle where I should be sitting, and I got swept in. I just remember how good IMAX 3D is. You just remember how good when 3D is used right. Cameron knows how to use 3D now. I mean, he really does. It is gorgeous use of 3D. It makes you think, oh, God, get 3D TVs back out, dust them back off and use them again. Probably won't be doing that, but, you know, it makes you think of, like, oh, God, 3D was a thing, wasn't it? But it works better in cinemas. It works better as that spectacle, that roller coaster ride, where you think of like 
oh, actually, yeah, that does look good. Or, oh, yeah, that was a really cool experience. And that's what it is, it's experience. It's like Avatar is that experience. And I can see people get swept away, put it on their best of lists and stuff like that. But I don't know why. I mean, I'm one of these people that's very contrary to people's opinions anyway. The most popular thing I don't seem to like normally. Um, this is when I get to my top whatever list I'm going to do. And Avatar's probably not going to be on it at all. Um, it's the bottom of my James Cameron, my near the bottom of my James Cameron like directing list. Um, it's not a we- not a very good movie. It's a great spectacle, however. Now, there opens up a thing of now we're getting into gaming is driving stuff as it sometimes does where most of these new tvs oleds lcds have 120 hertz panels not refresh actual proper refresh rates not you know my laptop's 144 hertz um my main 4k display that i'm looking at now is 60 hertz because it's a very early 4k hdr one that i got on facebook marketplace and the guy didn't know what he had um so got a 28 inch 4k hdr display for 20 quid i think it was in arguing on that um my 4k oled is 60 hertz it won't do 120 hertz it won't do anything else it will just do that same with my older one it is 60 hertz only i've tried hooking up pc and overdriving it or doing anything else it's 60 hertz all the new ones are 120 hertz because all the new consoles support 120 hertz modes that means the Ang Lee could, with some streamer or some download service, Kaleidoscape, whatever, release a 120 frames per second version of Gemini Man. How cool would that be? You know, you could get the Hobbits because it will do odd refresh rates. You know, you could probably get it to do 48 frames per second. I haven't tried it, actually. I might do that. But yeah, there are there are ways that you can get this stuff working now. So you could potentially get that, but you're not going to get that experience I mean, I talked about Screen X where, you know, you could potentially get, I could get two more of these monitors from somewhere, put them on arms and surround myself with them, like all these gaming battle stations you see on the internet or whatever else. And you could get that Screen X thing going um, for something like a, you know, a Todd slash VistaVision, like proper 70 millimeter thing you can stretch it over the screens get cinerama sort of thing going hello west was one sort of thing you could do that with software you know there, there are things you can recreate at home but it's not the same experience i mean people talk about going to the cinema as an experience and the feeling um and i agree with that there are some times where you know i'd rather see a film like prey i talked in my first episode i'd rather see prey in the cinema because i think it would be a great great cinema experience um glass onion I'm not that bothered about sitting home today and watching it on the telly. You know, my TV is fine. Um, My Dolby Atmos setup is fine. I will have a good experience. It will be good. Um, I rewatched Everest, like I said the other day, and I would rather have seen that in IMAX 3D because imagine that would have been amazing in IMAX 3D. Imagine what that looked like, you know. Um, And talking, you know, I saw, I said to my brother, I said, I'm not going to watch the Mission Impossible previews that they've just put up because they're meant to be attached to IMAX versions of Avatar. I don't want to spoil it. I'd rather see it on an IMAX screen first. However, I didn't get them. What I did get is the Oppenheimer IMAX trailer, um, which is obviously different to the normal trailer because there are actual IMAX shots in it. Now, that's kind of cool. That's neat. I like that. That's sweet. You know, you've got a special thing. Now, 
I don't think that I'm going to lose a lot by watching Oppenheimer, if I do watch it, because Nolan's on very shaky ground with me. If I do watch it at all, am I going to lose anything by watching a World War II drama, because that's what it is, on my 4K OLED at home? Probably not. I mean, I would lose the aspect ratio, definitely. Um, but will I lose anything? No. But I'm happy I saw things like Top Gun Maverick in 3D IMAX. Not 3D IMAX, normal IMAX in that same cinema. Because it, it did use the 1.90 to 1 ratio. Now, it's not true IMAX, obviously. It's not IMAX film, but they didn't really, really do that. But there's 4 to 3 digital IMAX now. So if you look at June... I saw in that same cinema, it doesn't use the full screen because of the Xenon projectors. It only uses part of it, 1.90 to 1, but it was still an experience. I haven't watched that on Blu-ray again um, because of that very reason, you know, because I didn't want to... I'm not sure what the experience is going to be like. Well, It's not going to ruin it, obviously. I'm not going to cry, but it's like, it's not the same, if you see what I mean. Um, so you've got to think about these things of like, what's what's the experience like it's the average marvel film i saw wakanda forever in there it didn't make a difference to me because there was only about 20 minutes of imax stuff and it was fine and it was great and they don't really use it that well but things like top gun with the action and the fact that it, it sucks you in same with the screen x it works with top gun i don't think screen x would work with Secret Life of Pets or whatever. You know, I don't care about things. I want to be... It's that roller coaster thing that isn't quite 4DX, which I still haven't tried. And I'm sure it makes sense with certain bits and bobs, but it's not really my bag. Um, I think it'd be too distracting. Um, but it's that whole cinema experience. Can you recreate it at home? Yeah, a little bit. You know, you can get D-box seats and things like this, but you can get a big projector even. I... It's not the same thing. Um, yeah, I think that there are definitely issues when it comes to presentations at home with certain types of film. I think it works for some and it work, doesn't work for others. And I think that you can play around and you can get close and you can do these really cool, interesting things, but Whale Water, I will probably, depending on what the presentation is, and there's been nothing talked about it yet, if it was high frame rate, I'd buy it just to see the visuals because I think it would look great. Um, obviously, it's not going to be in 3D high frame rate, which is part of the way it worked. But for example, you know, I went to see Rogue One in 70mm. It was the same scope ratio, but 70mm or 70mm film in the BFI IMAX, and it was beautiful. Now, that's an experience. I can watch Rogue One in 4K at home right now, HDR. It's not the same thing. You know, it's the same as watching Aliens. That original 70mm version of Aliens I watched, the Prince Shell Cinema, was stunning, and it was analogue, and it felt it felt different and you're never going to replicate that at home. You're just not. It's a shame because 
you think you would like to replicate replicate that at home, but you're never going to. It's never going to be able to pull it off in the same way. Um, I could sit there and watch the Blu-ray. I could watch a 35 millimeter version. I could watch anything I wanted to watch. It's never going to be the same. So, I mean, did I like Way of the Water? Yeah, kind of, because of the cinematic language it gave, you know, that technological masterpiece that it is. Did I like the film? God, no, it was terrible. Um, it was barely plotted, barely written. Um, it had nothing going for it at all. Would I see it again at home? Depending on what the release is. Yeah, probably. Um, it's like Tenant. I saw Tenant um, in a normal screen. I hated the film. I thought it was crap. Um, and I haven't bought it because I have no desire to see the film again. Now, he used a lot of IMAX in that. So, you know, if I'd seen it in actual IMAX, I'm sure it would be kind of cool. I did. I saw it in all the I wasn't swept away. And it didn't make me... It didn't overcome its issues with plotting and action and sound mixing and all these other issues it had. Because I was swept away with the visuals. Um, I think you can hide behind visuals and get away with it. But I also think you can't get away with it when it comes home because that stuff starts falling away if you take away the visual nature of something and that presentation like fast nine is a terrible movie i'm sorry justin lynn i love you but it's a terrible movie now if i'd seen that in d-box not d-box um 40x hey i imagine that would have been quite cool because cars moving you know jocelyn all this other stuff that had been kind of neat but it'd been a roller coaster ride and i don't think that is what I want anymore. Um, from a home experience, you won't get that. I saw it in a normal cinema. I was bored to tears. It went on too long. It was badly made. It looked like crap and nothing sold me on it. If I'd seen it in something else, it would have covered up some of those things and it had been the experience. That's why I went to see Top Gun Maverick and Screen X. My first thing, so I didn't want to ruin a film I hadn't seen. Um, if you look at Screen X, Screen X for where the water is 2D only because it doesn't do 3D. But when you're underwater, I imagine that'd be amazing with the screens going on the sides and everything else. It'd been quite an interesting thing. I mean, quite fun to see, I'm sure. However, that 270 degree field of view would lose something, I think, without the 3D because the 3D is what sells this thing. The high frame rate is weird. And especially with Screen X, I think Screen X is probably just going to be a 24 frames per second presentation because the sides, like I said, in the Top Gun thing were like 12, if that, or they were missing frames. It was jerky as anything. So it'd be really strange. It'd be interesting to see the actual spec for this stuff and what they actually talk about because I don't know the specs um, or the details. They don't talk about the sound. They don't talk about anything with Screen X. You don't know anything about details. Apart from, you know, a few little bits about the projectors they use. So it's it's an interesting concept of I enjoyed going to see Way of Water. I'm happy I drove an hour and a half each way to go see Way of Water. Did I like it? No, it's not a good film. That's not the point, though. You know, the point is. I really like. Um, 
the the swept up experience of watching that film in that way. I know this is sounding really weird and reductive and like strange and hard to put into words, but it's hard to put into words. It's very hard to put into words. Um, something that is an experience because that's what it is. I didn't watch a film. I watched an experience. I experienced way of water, you know, and I got swept away with that visually and te- technologically. It's fantastic. It absolutely is, but it's not a very good movie. Um, it's not a good movie full stop. In fact, it's kind of a bad movie, but it's a damn great experience. Um, it's a weird one. I mean, if anyone else has seen it, put in the comments, you know, whatever else, you know, feedback what you thought of it. Because, say, I didn't hate the movie. It's not a very good movie, but as an experience, it was fantastic. I mean, as that roller coaster ride, as that amusement park, it was really fantastic. And I'd be, I won't be shocked, but I'd be. I'd love if Scorsese came out and said something like, oh, that moves cinema on or whatever else, because he did really good use of 3D in Hugo, for example. Um, But for me, it's the same thing. You know, it's no different to um, those Marvel movies that he sort of backhandedly sort of said, you know, oh, it's an amusement park ride or whatever else he said. Yeah, but that that's that's kind of that's kind of what I go to the cinema for, that experience. You know, I didn't need to see I watched Violent Night last night. I didn't need to see that in the cinema. You know, it was fine, it was fun. Um it had some good moments. Um, I won't touch on it too much. I'll go into it um, like on the on the next proper episode. Um, but in saying that, um, I keep saying that a lot. It's I didn't need to see it in the cinema. I was quite happy watching it in HDR in. Atmos, at home, it was fine to sit down and watch just as a normal film. You know what I mean? Um, It was a fun little film that was fun to watch. And yeah, it, it was okay. You know what I mean? It was, it had its moments. It was fun. I didn't need to see that in a big screen experience cinema it it was fine i don't I'm not going to cry about missing that in the cinema however way of water i feel like i needed to see it in the cinema and i'm quite happy that i did because it would lose something at home um so it's going to be interesting to see where this stuff goes like what the home version of it's going to look like I know Alita, he did push through Robert Rodriguez, you know, a 3D, a 4K and all the stuff. Um, All at the same time. 
on the same sort of disc or same sort of thing together. So what 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 does he do with this? Does he do like a special thing? Does he force you know the um distributor's hands and say to Fox, hey you've got to do this, he's forced the Blu-ray forum's hands, or is he just releasing twenty four P? Because if you look at the first avatar, the only way you can get the first avatar now is um what do we call it? In um one point eight five to one. You can't get the scope version anymore. I saw the um extended version and the normal version in the cinema in three D and both of them were um in scope. You can't get that anymore. You know, you can't even get the extended version on the special collector's extended version, which is what I watched before I went to see this, in three D at all. So, I mean, the original 3D was Panasonic exclusive for a hell of a long time, and Panasonic are advertised in the movie as well. So, it's interesting to see what they're going to do. But I think as an experience, it was great. As a film, it just didn't work. Um, if you have thoughts about all this, just please let me know. Uh, say, are we doing an actual thing? This is just a little before Christmas bit. Um, a little Christmas treat, if you like. But yeah, I'll be back next week to do... Hopefully my ranking should be finished. I'll say I've got a few more bits to watch and talk about some other bits and bobs. So we'll touch on this again there. Um, so until next time, hope you guys have a good Christmas and your families as well. And I'll see you soon.